this year, so I won't get fined. Gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! It's got to be one of the dumbest calls offensively in Super Bowl history. Are you kidding me? Hard hit into right. So it's our final U.S. sports before Christmas. Johnny Mann, he's gone home for some festive cheer. Hello, sir. Greetings from New Jersey, Joe. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing okay. I'm uh, overcoming a bit of a mystery illness contracted while eating too much uh, it was a car horn, popcorn I heard. butter at Star Wars last night, but I'm getting better. Oh, yeah? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm yeah, going to try and go and see Star Wars soon. Are we Are we recommending it? Uh, so... I'd say Ireland wins the movie, let's just say. Okay. But you have to wait to the very end. That's all I'm going to say. No spoilers there. No, no, no. Don't don't go near any spoilers, please. So uh, we've Ewan McKenna in studio. Hello. How you doing, Donny? Ewan, what's up, bud? And we are talking, Donny, about uh, Mr. Beckham, Odell Beckham Jr. And uh, can we call this a meltdown? So Odell Beckham Jr., uh, the Giants wide receiver, 23 years old, bit of a superstar. We've all seen the catches Uh the various miraculous, brilliant catches. Uh, people kind of felt uh, that this guy had a, you know, always had a bit of a wild streak. That there was always there were a lot of emotion, emotions uh, going on here. That he was uh, potentially going to head into to something which we saw at the weekend. Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, I mean, people will know even if you don't watch NFL very much, you will be aware if you are a sports fan of Odell Beckham Jr. and his incredible talent. Uh, he was drafted by the New York Giants last two years ago uh, from LSU, and he has performed some of the greatest, some of, in, in just two years, has performed some of the greatest plays I've ever seen any wide receiver do. Uh, there's a, catch, a, a one-handed catch he made against the Cowboys last year that I urge everyone to watch on YouTube. I mean, he's just an immense talent, could, has all the skills to be maybe the greatest wide receiver in the history of the NFL. But the other side of his talent is he's a sort of, uh, the sort of wild, um, I guess he's just sort of high-strung, super emotional, and everything just kicked off for him last Sunday in Giant Stadium against Carolina. We talked about Carolina last week, Joe. They're chasing their perfect, uh, perfect season. Yeah. And the, the, the star of their team on defense is a guy named Josh Norman, uh, who's cornerback. And so it was Beckham against Norman, one-on-one, one of these sort of great uh, duels, and everybody was really pumped up for it. Uh, and Beckham, on the third play of the game, he, he breaks away from Norman and has a clear shot at the end zone. Eli Manning, the quarterback, drops the ball right in his hands, and he drops it. And from that play onwards, Beckham just really, really was unhinged. Now, Norman and the Panthers were doing their best to wind him up, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of hype and talk going into the game and even before the game. But, like, Beckham completely lost it. Uh, in the third quarter, the game just completely was almost like derailed by Beckham, just throwing punches, sort of eye-gouging other, other players. And then at one stage in the third quarter, he, he, he does this sort of like, he turns himself into a human torpedo and dives head-on into Norman. Like this really, really dangerous tackle, both for him and for Norman, mm. um, he, get, he picked up three personal foul penalties over the game. And it was just like, 
I've just never seen, I've really never seen something like that ever happen in the game. Um, he wasn't ejected for some reason, and the Giants, their season was sort of was all on the line on Sunday. So their coach, Tom Coughlin, decided to keep him in the game. It was, it was all just really, really kind of upsetting. Now, Beckham was suspended for a game yesterday. Mm. And, I mean, I'm here in New Jersey. There's lots of, you know, the, the Giants are kind of the big team around here. Beckham is the big, is a superstar. And, you know, sports, sports radio has been sort of melting down over the last 36 hours about this whole story. Um, it's, it's, it's just, I guess it's just weird to see how, it, how somebody who, you know, seems to possess so much ability and genius, but he, he can't control himself. Mm. Um, Tony, so I mean, Tony all, am I right in saying just you talk about the, the, the intimidation beforehand? I mean, I, I think I was reading this morning that uh, the Carolina Panthers brought a baseball bat out onto the pitch, which involved Josh yeah, they, Norman swinging it around. Then there was anti-gay slurs at Beckham, and he was very unnerved from the beginning. Yeah, there was this. There was video footage that surfaced of uh, members of the Carolina practice squad on the field with baseball bats, just waving it in Beckham's direction. The anti the anti-gay slurs uh, have been mentioned as well. So, I mean, this is sort of what you're hearing from the Giants and from Beckham's camp. What people, the people who are angry at Beckham, which is kind of everyone I'm hearing on in on New York radio, what they're saying is you've got to be able to leave that. Uh, behind and in when the game is on, um, block all that stuff out. But clearly, I mean, it's very there was very provocative gestures being made by the Panthers team ahead of ahead of the game, and it really seems to get uh, to get back and wound up. Uh, and it all sort of culminated in this sort of in this meltdown. Um, w- amazingly, as this was happening, the Panthers had sort of built up this massive lead, thirty-five-seven, in the game. Turned out sort of crazy because the Giants came back and they had, they tied the game 35-35. Beckham somehow catches this tying touchdown late in the game, and then it was all for naught because the Panthers won. So mm. it, it, it's all it's 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 all just sort of strange. Um, Beckham sort of he had this he sort of like had a meteoric rise over the last two years or so, but um, this is a major setback. And it seems like the Giants themselves don't know how to control him. They sort of kind of pander to him a bit. They don't want to discipline him too much and even you haven't heard too many strong signals from their camp um, sort of trying to keep them in check so it's interesting to see how the season play out the Giants their playoff chances are done more or less now I was surprised Donny by the American media reaction to this on the basis that he's been demonised as opposed to punished because it is a, it's a sport that promotes violence to a certain extent, um, but what he did was at least within the lines. And I go back, I mean, even over the last couple of years, I mean, Greg Hardy retained a 13 million salary with Carolina after battering his wife. Jonathan Dwyer broke his wife's nose. Adrian Peterson stuffed leaves in his son's mouth who shows up in hospital covered in lacerations. And and it goes on. And and the American media over that stuff, I mean, I remember Fox, well, it, it is Fox firstly, but um, when Ray Rice knocked his... Was it his partner out in a mm-hmm. in a hotel um, elevator? Yeah. They made the comment that she should have taken the stairs. Um, ESPN with Peterson were quite kind and saying, "Oh well, this is very out of character." Even though his, his young son said he has a whooping room, um, yet that's all kind of played. That's that's brushed under the carpet. Yet this is something that just happened on the pitch. A guy lost it a little bit, and he's demonised. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think with a lot of this with, with Beckham is a sort of a criticism of. Of modern uh, of football, I guess, and just sort of a kind of a cultural shift from the way the game might have been played in the 70s and 80s, and how 
you know, basically there's there's a sort of very uh, when when big plays happen, when exciting things go on, players are stopping and dancing and you know c- celebrating wildly. I'm, I was watching the game with my dad, and we were like the Giants are down thirty five seven. Giants guy gets a sack, and he does this sort of ravishing Rick Rude dance. And it was, and you know, my dad was just like, "What is he doing? Why are you celebrating this?" And I think generally, um, there is there's a people who, like there's a difference between people who are watching the games uh, and people who are playing the games. Um, so it's sort of an unease, I guess, in those sort of lines. Uh, people seem they get more, they seem generally to get more riled up about sort of offenses, provocative offenses that happen on the field. As opposed to some of the, some of the major uh, and many um, off the field incidents that we've seen in the NFL for the last I don't know ten years. That that surprised me because when you you, you tolerate such violence off the pitch, I mean, sure, it's going to carry on. I mean, if guys are allowed and surrounded by yes men and allowed to do what they want, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. there will be meltdowns. Yeah. Um, we're out of time. There's no easy way for me to uh, shift gear into wishing you a happy Christmas, Donny, but I'm going okay. to uh, do that anyway. <laughs> uh, you have a good Christmas, and we'll pick up where we left off. When you're next in, I guess you're back in the first week of January, is it? See you in 2016, Joe. I'll be back for that okay. first Tuesday in January. Talk about the NFL playoffs, I'm sure. Yeah, look forward to it. Okay, cheers, Donny. Donny Manny there America, with us, uh, as he is every Tuesday on US Sports. Off the ball, getting inside the game. Sponsored by Ireland's favourite car brand, Ford. Go further.